Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Jesse Duplantis. And I'm Kathy Duplantis. Well, how was your Christmas? Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> how was your Christmas? But I'm wearing black because I've eat, ate too much. Oh, you ate too much? <laughs> <laughs> too many sweets. <laughs> but I enjoyed it. Did you gain some weight? <laughs> I shouldn't have. Look at that. A little. <laughs> More than I should have. <laughs> how about you? I didn't, I didn't gain any weight at all. How would you know? You never get I, on no, the scale. I, that's why I never, get, I never get on the scale. Throw them <laughs> scales away. <laughs> you what. It makes I, for a very happy day. I tell you what, I did enjoy <laughs> Being with the family and everything. I got a very small family. There's only five of us. And uh, me, you, and. Immediate family. And, uh, yeah, immediate me, you, and Jody, and Jay, and Meredith, and that's it. Mm -hmm. You know, but we had a really wonderful time. It was a blessing of the Lord. You know, and, I, and uh, I've been enjoying myself, but I find sometimes people don't enjoy themselves during the Christmas and New Year's holidays. Mm -hmm. I want to talk a little bit about that. Okay, good. And I've had people ask me all the time, you know, but just, you just stay happy all the time. Well, I'm going to show you something. If you got a Bible or an iPad or a telephone, whatever you use for your scripture, go with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 4. I like the Apostle Paul, how he talks here. And I want to start with verse 1. And it says this, Therefore, seeing we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we faint not. Mm. So in other words, you got mercy, grace, so many different things God has given us. Right. He tells us that. And then he goes, I want to go down to verse 6. For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Then verse 7, but we have this treasure. Mm -hmm. you got to understand, you got a treasure inside of you, Christ in you, the hope of glory. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. Mm -hmm. Now, I want to show you something here. Verse 8 is where I want to get to, and I'm going to show you. He said, we are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. Mm. I mean, I don't deny the trouble that's around me. I deny it's right for it to distress me. Good. You see, I mean, we, we, we live in a world that's got a lot of problems, you know, and you know why? Because people are in it, <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff. I like what he said. I know you're so, not talking about me No, right I'm now. not talking about you at all. Mm. <laughs> but anyway, we are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. In other words, yeah, you, you have a right to get distressed if you want to, but why would you? Then he says this, and we are perplexed, but not in despair. In other words, I mean, you know, things are going to affect you in life, but you don't have to get in despair over the situation. Right. You know, I mean, I've been persecuted rawly by a lot of people, but I don't get perplexed by it and I don't get distressed by it. Yeah. You know, they say things that are not true. Persecuted, verse 9, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Mm. Now, why is that? Verse 13, we have the same spirit of faith according as it is written, I believe, and therefore have I spoken. We also believe, and therefore speak. Why? Knowing that he which raised up the Lord Jesus Christ shall raise us up also by Jesus and shall present us with you. Hmm. Now, people say, but just, it doesn't bother you. No, here's another verse, verse 17. For our light affliction is but for a moment. Church world made it a lifetime. Right. And, and you see, and the way not to do it is why we look not at the things that are seen, verse 18. Mm -hmm. I don't deny what I see. I just don't look at it. That's a, that's a great chapter. So, I mean, if you think about that, that thing here, will, that chapter, chapter will keep your whole life in the right perspective, on the right track, doing the right thing. That's good. So, I mean, so, I mean, people, you know, they get depressed maybe because they didn't get the Christmas gift they wanted or maybe they didn't have enough money. Well, you know, Christmas is really not about... Uh, 
receiving gifts, even though Jesus received, it's his birthday. He's the one that should be receiving gifts. But you know what? We rejoice and we, and, and because of the incarnation, because God was made flesh. And right. if you got born again, almost like an incarnation happened in you, you were made spirit, a living right. spirit. That's a blessing of That's the Lord good. to understand that. So I, yeah, I got to understand, I, you have to understand we are, uh, uh, let me just troubled, but not distressed. I want to talk about that. So many people talk more about this depression. Everything is wrong instead of talking about everything that's right. Yeah, and because if you talk about stuff that are right, it'll take the wrong things and make it right. Yeah, and if anybody could talk about affliction, Paul could. Oh, God, and he, could he says, our light affliction. So yeah. all those things that he encountered, he considered them light. Light, yeah. He didn't, and, and, but you know, if we look at everything that happened to him, I mean, he was beaten, he was Whew, left for five dead. Five times with he rods. Was, Tortured and so many Everything things you happened. Everything could think yeah. of, yeah, but it didn't but shut him down. That was light because he looked, he knew what was ahead, and he didn't get caught up in the day-to-day -day things. Right. Because he says, out of the, in fact, I think he wrote to Timothy. He says, out of all out of the afflictions, he received a lot of them. He says, mm -hmm. but out of them all, the Lord delivered me. That's it. All I mean, of them. That's just the fact. I mean, he said, I bear the marks of a Christian. Because he didn't look at it. Well, you know, he didn't stay focused I, no, on the problem. Didn't. He focused on the answer. I mean, I bear the marks of persecution. You know, people have always eaten my lunch over the years, you know, because I own a jet and whatever. And I started out, didn't own nothing. You know what I'm saying? God was so good and gracious. People get so mad and irritated, and I don't know why. I mean, I know I, why. Wh why? The envious and <laughs> They're motivated jealous. by the devil because the devil doesn't want the gospel to be proclaimed. He doesn't want the church to have any tools. He doesn't want a church to have a good building. He wants them to be on the backside of the tracks. Right. Have no voice in the, in the community. No, no uh, blessing right. that you could bless someone else. I mean, right. during the Christmas holidays, our congregation was able to help other children that were less fortunate. We all got bags. I got a bag together and brought nice gifts. And so they got a blessing. And because we were able to do that, if we were uh, impoverished, we couldn't help someone That's else. Correct. During Thanksgiving, we did the same thing to our community. Of course, during the holidays, we were able to bless different people in oh, different my, ways. Oh, did we ever, too. Help our, bless our staff with bonuses, which we couldn't do if we were destitute, if we That's had right. always focused on the problems. But God has a plan for us to be blessed Plus a nice so Christmas that we party. can be a blessing. <laughs> yeah, we wanted, to, we wanted to rejoice and have fun. Amen. You know. And we went out and eat dinner, and I tell you, everywhere I went, I was giving out good tips. Big tips. Blessing people. I mean, big tips at the, when I parked, the guy parked my car and he remembered me from last year. I was glad you come. He yeah. said, because he knew I'd remember the people that seat us at the table, give oh, them a yeah. blessing. Oh, people yeah. that pour the Everybody. water, not just the waiter who takes the order. The order. Yeah. And we, every year, we try to outdo our, our, our blessing oh, constantly. At a time. And, In fact, that waiter said, and my it's you just made my Christmas merry. I said, well, you work real hard. I said, and uh, you deserve this. It was a blessing of the Lord. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I'm not bragging about peace. He bragging all the time. I could brag more with that money in my pocket than in, than in someone else's when you understand what God is saying. But that's you why see? the enemy attacks us because he does not want God to be glorified. And when, we, right. when we're a blessing to others, it really glorifies God. It does. And it. I love it. Like I love it when I see my daughter being generous, when she oh, does yeah. things my to give to other granddaughter being generous. And I believe that's a, a little bit of a, a feeling how God feels about us. Tell that story us. that Meredith, when she was real in elementary school, uh, they were receiving some money or something, 
and they expected her to give a nickel or yeah, a dime or something. Yeah, they were raising pennies. some money for, something. I forget what it was for, but it was a penny drive. And so she didn't have any pennies on her, but she had a couple of $20 bills in her backpack <laughs> that her mother didn't realize. She'd been, she's a saver. And so she ends up giving them like $60 is the way I remember it. Is this the story you're talking about? Yeah. Uh -huh. $60 and the teacher uh, Passed, called, like the called Jody, called my daughter and said, uh, look, uh, she wanted to make sure the mother knew about it. Oh, yeah, that's okay. She's generous. Let her do what she wants to yeah. do. She, what, we she, encourage her to be yeah, generous. It, it was such it's, a blessing. Yeah. And, the, and the teacher couldn't get over it. Yeah, but she only has to give her uh, some pennies and some nickels. Well, she, can, she, uh, can she give what she wants? Yeah, that's what she wanted yeah, to do. Yeah, we, we support her decision. Sure, that was just such a blessing We of like the to Lord. encourage that generosity. You know, you were always generous. I had nothing uh, growing even up. Even though you had nothing. Yeah. I remember having being generous even though I had nothing. Right. The heart to want to give, to want to bless, that's... I think that's inborn in us as as humans, and when we when we come to know Jesus, it just gets accelerated. It, it pushes it up to a, a tell, higher tell level. Tell that story that you wanted to uh, give, uh, and you you went to wrap your slippers or something. What oh, did you do? Yeah, and I had I had some bedroom slippers. They weren't very fine, but I wanted to be able to give, and I didn't have anything to give. But I remember wrapping. The, those slippers up and giving it to one of my sisters. Yeah, and it bullshit. felt so good to give. Yeah, I didn't miss those slippers at all, but I sure enjoyed giving them. <laughs> yeah. It was just such a blessing of the Lord. See, that's what I mean. I know this world's not easy, but you don't have to get perplexed by it. You don't have to get distressed over it. I mean, my Lord, all you have to do is just keep walking. You know, I've always said this, you know, it's hard to hit a moving target. And I think the reason why Satan sometimes hits a lot of people because they stop. So he, he aims at them, you know. And, he, you know, you have a shield of faith. So why would you carry around the fiery darts that hit the, that hit the face shield? Just knock the darts off and keep the face shield in front of you. Mm -hmm. You don't have to carry the darts of life. You see what I'm saying? That, that Satan does everything. And I wanted to talk about that. And I like what Paul said, a light affliction. See, when you don't pay much attention to that stuff, it all becomes pretty light. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So, that, so a lot of people out here him say, holidays is depressing. Not me, man. I love... I love being, uh, being a blessing. I love thinking about Jesus Christ's birth, resurrection, ascension. My Lord, I mean, it's just such a blessing, you know. I mean, in every which way, shape, or form. And I've said this before, and you've heard me say this. I'm a time traveler. And what I mean by a time traveler, I go back in time all the time. It's called memories. I've said that many times. People say, that's not time travel. Yes, it is. Because all of a sudden, I'm back to when I was six, seven years old. Yeah, you know, and all that. And I remember getting that. Uh, someone said it on one of the uh, 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 testimonies. testimonies about you know we didn't have much at all when it first started out. But I mean, as a child, I got an orange, uh, an apple, a piece of candy, and I was glad to get that. Yeah, because our Christmas gift was the meal. <clears throat> I mean, it, yeah, I, and they, that's they what took it was. Pictures of the food. Oh yeah. And they used to drive me crazy. They would take pictures of the food. And you, you and wanted I, to eat right away. And they said, no, 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 we can't eat now. We, we got to take, take the pictures, pictures of, of the so food. So I asked them when I, when I became a man, I said, have y'all ever went back in your album and took out the pictures and said, did you see this pie I made in 1957? No, I don't think so. You know? Yeah, but you but don't, people you don't had get to it. Take that, yeah, you know? but you don't get it because you never made the pie. Oh, I never made you the pie. You didn't take no. the time to go to the grocery store, get all the ingredients. You didn't take the time to stir the roux, make the gumbo. You wanted to look at it. Come yeah. on, let's have an let's I want you to read that. This is a person that sent this in. Read this last night of the Bible. Oh, yeah, this one was uh, like sent this. in. Um, it says, Merry Christmas, Eve, Jesse, and Kathy. So glad to watch this boardroom chat. 
It especially blessed me to hear you, Jesse, share in this morning's Sunday service about receiving an orange, an apple, and a piece of candy as Christmas gifts when you were young. Especially that dinner was so special. Spaghetti oh, yeah. with meatballs. Oh, yeah, my grandfather <laughs> would make them spaghetti and meatballs. And then it says, Kathy, I'd sure love to sample your gumbo. <laughs> she makes a good gumbo. <laughs> thank y'all. And says, thank y'all for spreading such joy and the word much love. Yeah, I do make a oh, mean man. gumbo. You see Kathy on that Ponzi stirring that rhubarb. So I want you to look at it for a while. And then when I put it in the containers, because when I make the gumbo, I have like 10 quart containers that I put oh, shit. so yeah. I can freeze it. Yeah, we can, we can eat it enjoy when we want. it for months. Some people come. don't like to eat it when it's cold. I can eat it when it's hot. I can eat, I don't care if it's 100 you degrees outside. Weather outside. I just yeah. like I like gumbo and stuff like that. We had a marvelous Christmas and it was just such a blessing and we just got back and then we New Year's is coming up on us real strong. So I'm praying for my staff right now because they got to catch up more. I mean, because they only go work two days this week, and that's it. In the office, you know, yeah. and, uh, and things of that nature. <laughs> but they can do it. They're, they're they amazing. are very good at it. They know what they're doing and stuff. And everybody was so happy. So I walked around a couple of the departments I went in. I said, "Did y'all have a, gr a great Christmas?" Oh, boss, we just had the most fun. We enjoyed ourselves. And I said, "That's what it's all about," you know, mm -hmm. you know, and giving Jesus Christ, I mean, just glory and honor. And I mean that sincerely. So if you think maybe you lost a loved one during Christmas times and you think and you feel depressed about that, don't do that. I don't don't say no, no, I'm gonna have a good day. I'm gonna travel back in time when they were here. Mm -hmm. And I remember and how many times <clears throat> I've done that, sitting there, I, I got a chair there in our family room and I just sit there and I think about man, we, I don't know how we ever fitted inside grandma's house. I mean, all the cousins and all. I mean, everybody stand. I don't think most of the time, we, most people had to stand up and eat. They had their plate in their hand because the table was just full, you know. And uh, but I remember, I could, I can hear the laughter. I can, I remember the conversations and a lot of different things, you know. And um, yeah, but y'all were poor. Yeah, but we were happy. You see what I'm saying? And it was just such a blessing. And you know, we didn't have any cake. You know what we got? My grandmother made two types of cornbread. She made, she called it salty cornbread and sweet cornbread. Now, salty cornbread is regular cornbread, but sweet cornbread, she'd put sugar in it. It's it like, tastes like cake. cake. <laughs> and we didn't have hot chocolate. She called it cocoa. Oh, son. Could get me hungry again. I, <laughs> I know. Wanna, I don't want to eat. <laughs> and then we'd make a, a homemade ice stop. cream. Don't stop. Yeah, see what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, and, celebrate and, the memory. And it, and it was just such a blessing. And then the fellowship and all the different things that happened. And it would be all day. Mm -hmm. And I don't ever remember them taking the food and put it in the refrigerator after two, two hours. It's all gone. It, no, <laughs> it stayed out all oh. day. And nobody ever got sick. And they'd eat some at, at, at supper, you know, so a little snacking during the day. I don't remember any of that, you know. They kept it warm. They, I guess they kept it warm, whatever. That's what Paul is saying here. Mm. See, so quit looking at the things that are seen. Then read and I it want... in, the, in the Passion Translation, oh, ahead, if you want. This is yeah. verse 16. It okay. says, so no wonder we don't give up. For even though our outer person gradually wears out, our inner being is renewed every single day. We view our sh slight, short-lived troubles in the light of eternity. We see our difficulties as the substance that produces for us an eternal weighty glory weighty glory far beyond all comparison because we don't focus our attention on what is seen but what is unseen for Amen. what is seen is temporary but the unseen realm is eternal that's such a blessing Isn't of the powerful? Lord yeah and when you see you focus on your priority you eliminate all your confusion see I, I all my life especially since I've been born again I focus on my answer I don't deny my problem I don't live in denial but I focus on that answer 
And, you know, and when you focus on an answer, it brings you hope. Mm -hmm. It increases your faith. It makes you <laughs> firm inside and say, the devil, a fight you want, a fight you're going to get. You see what I'm saying? You focus on that. And I focus on my, like if, if you, you've come down with a sickness or a flu or something, whatever, or, or that, focus on that answer. By his stripes, I am healed. Mm -hmm. And the devil said, yeah, but how do you feel? I'm not moved by what I feel. I'm moved by what I believe. Yeah. Since you want to talk to him, tell him what the word of God said. That's what Jesus did in Luke 4. He just simply said, I think it was Luke 4 or Luke 5. He said, it is written. It is written. It is written. Right. And that's the end of that. You see what I'm saying? What's written? The Amen. scriptures. The promise. It's such a blessing of the Lord, you know. So uh, when I got up the Christmas morning, we got up, went over to Jody's house, and we opened up gifts and had a wonderful time. And uh, they put the dogs outside so they wouldn't be jumping all over everybody. You know? And I was happy about that. And Kathy was happy about that. <laughs> she said she had on some real nice shoes. I don't want them dogs biting on my shoes. I said, should I put on some slippers or something yeah. else? I call it the, uh, uh, the, the Wizard of Oz ruby red slippers. No, these were not ruby red. These well, they had, had that red white, on the top on that. A little bit of red. Yeah, that's nice. A little nice. bit of red. A pop of red. It was, it was a blessing. You know what I'm saying? It was just fun. And we just enjoyed ourselves. Yeah. Then we went and had some dinner and just came back. And and uh, and had to say it, man. I had to take a nap, you know, just lay down for a second. And then you would think, I can't eat nothing. And how can you wake up hungry <laughs> after a thirty-minute nap? You go, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> you know that kind of stuff. But anyway, God was good and gracious. And I'm telling you. So if you if you thought your Christmas wasn't much, go back in time when you had a good one. And remember, and say it out loud. And say from now on. I'm not going to allow depression to take my life. I'm not going to allow it. I mean, I'm not going to deny that. I, I, so when you begin to feel depressed, well, since you want me to feel something, I'm going to be blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going in, blessed going out. Go out and do something for someone. You don't have to know who they are. Just go out and do something for them. You go, oh, it's amazing what giving does. Well, I don't have nothing to give. Well, you can give your time. You can go, you know, do something like that. I'm telling you, mm -hmm. it, it, it's amazing. It will take depression and all that junk out of your innermost being because you're doing something for someone else. That letter of the Lord to tell you that. Listen, Jesus is on your side. And, and Jesus didn't have it easy neither. He had some tough times. But I like what an old preacher told me. He's in heaven. He said, tough times don't last. Tough people do. He had a firmness inside of him, mm -hmm. and that's what it's all about. So I, I want to talk a little bit about that. I'm not going to hold you long. I know, I know many of you, you still got family and friends I there. I still want to read more testimonies yeah, before that. we head out. And, uh, but I mean, and, and everything, in because the, the New Year's coming up, we're going to have a glorious 24. Yeah, uh, we have our, our new mugs. Oh, yeah, I don't look know if at you noticed thing. it, Jesse. These are the new, yeah. uh, what do they call them, tumblers? Tumblers. Why oh, do they call that a tumbler? Did somebody throw it down the hill and it tumbled? <laughs> you asking the wrong okay, person. Okay, I, I got people behind the camera. Y'all know why they call this a tumble? It's not a mug because it doesn't have a handle, <laughs> but it, it does keep your drink cold or hot. And oh, right I now I have, we have water in here, so yeah. I do. So it'll keep it cold. And there's a top on it usually. And But this one says the theme for the new year, which we're going to go in more detail yeah, as the years come along. On, yeah. It says, give God a job. And the scripture is from is Genesis 18, 14, that says, is anything too, too hard. hard for the Lord? No. Nothing's too hard for well, God. Well, let me tell you something. And then we, and we're going, we're going to start with 2024. I had somebody tell me the other day at church, more in 24, more <laughs> in 24. That's good. My Lord. I don't know what I'm going to do with more. I mean, I'm, I'm doing real good. My well, you, God. I don't mean God that do, you need God to do more. I, I want God to do more. I'm telling God has been so good and gracious. And, um, it, it we just, can't do it on our own. He's the one who no. gives us the strength to do more. Yes. For his glory. You want to, I want to read some of these uh, 
uh, testimony. <laughs> Belinda, these are things that people sent in. You just recently, in. yeah. These are okay. just a few a sampling. Belinda says, "Merry Christmas from New Zealand." So they're watching from all over. Well, that the New world. Zealand's a pretty place. Christchurch. Gorgeous. Oh, Lord. Auckland. I'm, Lots of I've trees been and mountains and beautiful, oh, it's gorgeous. beautiful just water. Gorgeous. Uh, Juvie says, I am watching from the Philippines on your YouTube channel. I love all of your sermons and boardroom chats. Praise the Lord. What a blessing. And this one says, hello from Horseshoe Valley, Ontario, Canada. Been the, there. the great white north. <laughs> I love your passion. That passion is the fuel of ascent. It's that passion that fuels one to endure the long suffering of the cycles of crucifixion. I'm not right. sure what that means. Did we talk about that? No, I, I think they're talking about Jesus going through that, you know, okay. I guess, you know. But he went through it mm -hmm. and he came he back. Bless God. Hallelujah. So we don't have to. No, indeed. <laughs> Praise it says, the Lord. love you both and all of your staff. Merry Christmas. And then Chuck says, I'm just getting back into the word of faith. I love this one because I walked away from it, but I'm back. Thank God. I give God all the praise and glory. Oh, you know, people ask me, why do you talk so much about faith? It's the only thing that pleases God. I say it like this. Faith is the thread of the fabric of God's clothes. You see, like this jacket uh, here, is, it's, it's an aviation jacket, and I like wearing them. I got three of them, and I wear them all the time, especially in the wintertime, you know, when it's cool. Uh, and uh, it's made up of thread, yarn, I guess, whatever you call it, something like that. And you could pick it out. But if you put it together and sew it right, it becomes a garment. Mm -hmm. Well, I keep the garment of praise and I keep the garment of faith on my life. And it's just such a blessing. That doesn't mean trouble don't come. Listen right, to me. Right. That doesn't mean that. But you know what? I don't deny it. I deny it's right to depress me, to perplex me, like he said right here. Right. All these different things, you know, uh, I will not be cast down or destroyed. Mm -hmm. They can say what they want. Uh, and and I'm, I'm going to say it now. Christianity to me is a wonderful way to live. Yes. Wonder, and you know, you can even, Paul, when he was head was being chopped off, he didn't say, oh God, this is going to hurt. He said, the time of my departure is at hand. <laughs> now, do you think he's sweating anything? No, man. He said, I fought a good fight. I finished my course and I kept the faith. Good Lord. Amen. And you know why? Because he knew that a crown of righteousness would be placed upon his head. He had to have his head. You see what I'm saying? He knew that. See, so when you understand those things, and, and that's a terrible way to die. Don't misunderstand. Well, that's what he's talking about. He's looking at eternity. He wrote, yeah, he wrote you, you this in 2 Corinthians. Paul wrote that. I'm seeing more of eternity now the older I get. You know what I'm saying? That kind of stuff. Uh, that our life is but for a vapor. I, I, I can't. I'm 74 years old. And at this time. Do you need a Kleenex? You keep no, my nose, nose is just itching here. You want to scratch it from me? No, I don't want you to. Just quit <laughs> okay. touching it. I know. Well, I got to do something with it. Praise God. Use a cleaner. <laughs> I ain't got nothing coming out of it. It's just hope. scratch it. You know. <laughs> you know. But you know, I, I just don't. <laughs> I, I, I just made up my mind. I said, man, life it is short. Yeah. In fact, this one, last testimony I want to read from our, our list today is okay. from Carolyn. She says, thank you both. I recently lost my husband and my whole life is for my Lord. You make my life brighter. I love your laughter, joy, and caring concern for the world. So I'll tell you something, Carolyn, sweetheart. Your husband will save you. You ain't lost him. You will see him again. That's right. Yeah, there ain't no loss. People say, well, you know, you know, he's passed. No, he's arrived. Yeah. Carolyn, listen, he hasn't passed. He's arrived. Especially being born again. That's why it's so great to be born again. Because you know, you just you just make one step from this life into eternal life. And that's such a blessing. One man said, prove that. I said, look at my face. I look at yours. There's death on it. You look at mine, there's life in it. I don't mean that pridefully. Why? 
because I know in whom I have believed and I'm persuaded he's able to keep what I commit to him. What do I commit to him? My life, spirit, soul, my money, everything, everything. I mean, we gave Our away energy, more money right. this year, personally. We gave away some money, boy. Amen. I mean, chunk, and you know, don't get mad at me, Lord. I, I could have kept it. And I can't help it if I'm a blessed man. The Lord blessed me. What do you want me to do? See, but I like to be a blessing. Why don't you give me some? Why don't you go to work? Don't shout me down when I'm preaching good. See, you see, that's a lot. Of, I, I, I don't deal with beggars. See what I'm saying? I mean, I see so many people out there. There's so many jobs. They're saying, job, come. And they get to have a job, but they don't, they don't want to work. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm, I'm flat blunt when I tell you that. You see, I'm a, I don't mind being a blessing. I love that, see? And people say, well, I just don't have that. Well, do you put effort in your life? Do you go out there to do what you need to do? I don't forget I had a guy come here one time. And, the, and I saw him. And he said, Jesse, could you, uh, this is several years ago. He said, I need some money. He was kind of belligerent. I need some money. I said, okay, I got some money. Oh, but he, I said, but you see that piece of property right there? I need that grass to be cut. And I said, I got a, I got a riding lawnmower, a real nice one. Can you do that for me? I didn't come here to cut grass. I said, I didn't come here to give you money. Bye-bye. Now, I know that sounds hard, and it's not hard. Jesus did the same thing. I mean, he didn't play game. He fed them people. He said, you follow me with the fish and the loaves? And he quit. Mm-hmm. Go read that. He only did it twice. You shut it down. He will not be, he will not be taking advantage of it. I, 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 the Bible said, you, you, if you don't work, you don't eat. Sure. Just that simple. You know, so I mean, I don't mean that in a hard way. It says if I, you don't provide for them. your family, you're yeah. worse than an infidel. Just, yeah, you have you to know, teach people. You know, there were a people. lot of people that when they heard the, the you know, in the, in the epistles, you hear how they really, some of them got lazy on you. They wanted to live off the other believers. They didn't want to work. Paul wrote and rebuked them for being lazy uh, yeah. because they just thought, oh, well, Jesus yeah. is going to come any day, so I'm just not going to do anything. No, what? we're supposed to be going about doing the work that God's called us to do, be efficient, be faithful. I saw this this morning on television before we came. Mm-hmm. Uh, a bunch of people crossing the board, and they said, Mr. Biden, you need to give us some money and help. <laughs> no, go get you a job. It's amazing how everybody just wants some. And then like, a, uh, was it Chicago or New York? I think it was Chicago. They, they, uh, they put $150 million in budget to help the migrant people. Now, I don't mind helping people. And I really believe this, that probably 98% of those people coming across these borders are just trying to find a job, trying to live better. I, I'm not against that whatsoever at all. Because I believe I'm a worker. I, I, I've been working since I'm 11 years old. And, uh, but I mean, the, the other people just want to lay down. don't want to do nothing. You see what I'm saying? But I made up my mind, see, I'm not going to be perplexed or distressed. Why? Because I don't have time. What do you mean? I'm just going to go do something for God. I'm just going to be a blessing, uh, whatever it's spiritual, physical, or financial. There's a man I saw on television the other day. He goes around to different people and says, would you mind if I cut your yard? And it's usually it's elderly people. knows where elderly people live. They said, well, we don't have any money to give. Then ask for that. I could tell he just, and I mean, he manicured it. I mean, they have a little sidewalk in front of the house. I mean, he, he edged it, did everything. I thought, what a nice man. He ain't got time to get depressed or discouraged. He just did something for someone. See, that's giving. That's what it's all instead about. Instead of just taking. Yeah, instead of just taking. Just I want to thank take. all our partners with the amount that you give to this ministry. Do you realize that 100% of what you give goes in the world of evangelism? Yes. None of it comes to me. I don't, I, don't, I don't mean it's private. I don't need it. But I'll take a billion dollars, maybe more than that, 
for God's work, whatever it takes to just comp- do what God tells us to do. And I wish it was all free, but it's not. So I want to thank our partners for being the givers that you are. And I know you did it for people at your home on Christmas. You're just sweet. And you gave God again. I noticed some people put an extra special gift in the Christmas offering at the church. Yes. And that yes. was so kind. So I, you know, I know they probably just spent a bunch of money, you know, buying gifts. And, and, but it, they did it because they wanted to. Mm-hmm. So thank you for me and Kathleen from this ministry. Now, if you'd like to give, and my God, we're believing God for all our partners. And they stay with us, boy. I mean, I, I mean, I would, in the next few days, I will be preaching 48 years come January 1, 2024. And I never have had a financial deficit. Why? Because I trust you. You trust me. We both trust God. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and giving to us is a continuation. So if you're not a giver and you'd like to be one, go to jdm.org. That's our website. You can give that way. You can use PayPal if you like. Or you can text to give if you want, or a one-time, I don't know, gift or a recurring one, donation, whatever you want. Or you can use our JDM apps. People love them JDM apps. Mm-hmm. Or you can just mail in your donation if you so desire. 100% of it, ladies and gentlemen, 100% of it goes in the world of Amazon. And you ready for this? Many people in our church gave money, and we went and give kids, people. We didn't keep one nickel, one dime. I'm going to shock you when I say this. In 2005, we had one of the worst hurricanes New Orleans ever experienced, and that was Hurricane Katrina. We had one about two and a half years ago, Hurricane Ida. She was bad, too. Listen, in 2005, $3 million came into our ministry to help people during Hurricane Katrina. Everything was shut down. We didn't keep one dollar of that. I said... When it came in, I said, make sure, I, I had my finance people, make sure this went out here. And you, you came up with a wonderful, wonderful uh, thing. Kathy put some money in little packets because you couldn't cash a check because the bank was destroyed. Couldn't use a credit card. There was no electricity. Nothing. The only thing that worked was cash. So Kathy would put some money in packets. And she'd give it to people. I've forgotten how much you put in each I put $200 in it, but I had someone on staff that was in charge of dispersing it as the need was. Yes, because the only way you could buy gas was the cash. They couldn't use a credit card. And you know how you had to get the gas? They had to put a handle on the thing and pump it with your hand because the electricity was gone. We gave the whole three, because you gave it that way. I am not lying when I say that that 100% of what you give going in the world evangelism. And people couldn't get over that. My Lord. It, I'll, I'll never forget that. And that showed Christianity. And, you know, and a lot of people know about that, but they ain't going, and I don't want no credit, but they would rather uh, get mad at me because I have a car or something like that, you know. Actually, I don't have a car. I got a truck. And I, and I love my truck. <laughs> Praise God. And, 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 and what kind of truck you got? It's 12 years old. I drive a 12-year-old truck, ladies and gentlemen. I can buy any truck I want. I just like my truck. Just that simple. And uh, Kathy got a nice car, and, I, and when I want to drive real nice, I ride with Kathy, praise the Lord, <laughs> hallelujah. It's just such a blessing to be a giver. I want to thank all our partners for what you did in 2023. And I know you will continue in 2024, because as long as there's breath in my life, I'm going to preach this gospel, and I'm going to give. Right. Amen. That is a fact, and it will never, ever stop. So remember this, what Paul said, we're troubled. Yeah, we are, yet not distressed. We're perplexed, oh man, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. We're cast down, 
but not destroyed. Doesn't make any difference. Why? Our light affliction is but for a moment. So we focus on our answer instead of our problem. Hmm. Now, this is the last boardroom chat in 2023. Then we start 2024. And it's just such a blessing. We love you. We appreciate you. And we thank you for all you've done, doing, and going to do. And Kathy, I want to thank you that this year you did a really great job on, on this boardroom chat. Chrissy's behind the camera. She did a, a good job. And uh, we got the whole team. Uh, the whole yes. team back there, all of them. It's kind of hard, kind of dark. It's hard to see them, you know, <laughs> and, and, and everything. But God has been so good and gracious. And let me tell you something. You're going to have a wonderful, wonderful 2024. You know how you do it? I'll give you a hint. We start with our uh, little tumbler. Tumbler. Give God a job. Yeah. And if you think it's too hard, go read Genesis. And it'll say, is there anything too hard for God? Every time you take Ooh. a sip, you're going to look at that and realize there's really nothing too hard for no. our wonderful God. All we need to do is seek Him and ask Him in faith and expect to receive it, and you'll receive and it. And I'm going to give you a little, I'm going to preach New Year's Eve 2023 here at Covenant Church. And the title of my sermon will be, oh. it's not how you start, it's how you finish. Mm, you don't want to miss that. You don't want to miss that. They'll be able to catch it on all our live uh, stream platforms. It's not how you, it's not how you start. You got to start, but it's how you finished. That's right. You see, a lot of people, they want to run a marathon. They start, but they don't finish. That's not You got to make up your mind. We are finishers. I'm not a marathoner. No, no. <laughs> I'll watch it. <laughs> so I hope you can watch it Sunday there at Covenant Church. This is Jesse and Kathy saying we love you. We'll see you next year. Yes. In 2024. 2024. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.